Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome inside Armed American Radio Ranch, Sig Sauer Studios here on the Daniel Defense Powerful and Platinum Microphone. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in front of this microphone. It's all being brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. Oh, good heavens. We're wishing Greg... A happy birthday today. He's out. We're going to go right to our phones today. David Codria, welcome in, my brother. How are you? Oh, man, it's uh, fall up here in Ohio, Mark. I just spent a couple hours outside in the yard raking up big piles of leaves. And uh, the thing is that they, they fall so fast that I know three days from now I'm going to have to do it all over again. I slipped in the mud ah. 20 minutes before the show and, and actually didn't get dirty. And why did I do that? Because I was out there blowing leaves, and I had the backyard reseeded at the ranch in a big area of it. So I was out there watering it, and I, I left the sprinkler on too long, and I went out there to shut it off. And they got a hill right there where the where the nozzle is, and I slipped right in. Oh, it was all muddy. I said, oh, man, I pay attention. I was able to grab onto the AC unit and hold onto the nozzle and kept myself up. Glad nobody I saw it. I, I'm glad nobody uh, knows about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about it on a live microphone on three or four or five dozen stations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll fall here, too, brother. Just life in America while we still have life in America, as much as uh, there are people that are trying to change that for us, aren't there? Yeah, there are. So let me start with this. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to spend probably two hours, the better part of two hours today, talking about what happened in Maine. There is a lot to unpack with that. A ton to unpack, and we're going to do it in the first hour here with you, David Codry. In the second hour, what did I put out on the Twitter feed, David? I, I said it's a it, it's a a tale of two Daves or something because Dave Workman's coming in in the second hour, so we have two great guests, you guys back to back, and we're going to unpack that. And it's there is a lot to unpack, but before we go there, I think you touched on something that I want to mention before we go there. This arguably has nothing to do with guns, but it has everything to do with the state of this country, and I think it's a good place to start. There was a report on Fox News that, you know, David, like you, I get tons of alerts, right? And I was sifting through them. The headline was, Jonathan Isaac details decision to stand during national anthem in NBA's Orlando bubble. Story came out today in Fox. He was on Riley Gaines' podcast. And when I read this, I was saddened for my country. I, I really, truly was. And I thought if we ever if we want to try to nail down the problems in this nation today, and we have a lot of them, it kind of stems from this. Here's a professional athlete. If you remember 2020 COVID, the NBA bubble. Now, I'm not a you know big NBA fan, but we all know what happened in the bubble, right? Orlando, everybody was wrapped up in the bubble. They couldn't, couldn't get out. They played their games to empty seats. 
And here's what he had to say, because he was the only member of the Orlando Magic to stand for our national anthem. He said, for me, it was kind of the highlight of my career, early career of being in the NBA was 2020. It was after the tragic death of George Floyd, we were ushered into the NBA bubble, where there was just so much pressure. Not even just in the bubble, but just around the world with the rise of Black Lives Matter organization and movement. And he continued, for me, it was simply about offering another solution. He's talking about why he chose to stand. He said, I saw the issue. I saw the problem. I saw what happened to George Floyd. And as I listened to the tone of the rhetoric of the Black Lives Matter organization and movement, I never truly felt comfortable. Think about this. Getting into the bubble, I'm faced with this moment of being with my teammates the day before I decided to stand. He's talking about for the national anthem. He has to make a decision, David, to stand for the national anthem. And he continues, and we're having this team-only meeting, and they're saying, we don't have a choice. A team already knelt the day before. We're just going to go along with it and everybody be happy. And one of my teammates turned towards me and says, what are you going to do? And I said, fellas, I'm not going to kneel, and I'm not going to wear that T-shirt, which was a Black Lives Matter T-shirt, simply because I have another solution. I don't believe that kneeling for the national anthem or wearing a T-shirt is the same thing as saying that we support black lives. They're not synonymous. I believe that the ultimate answer is that if white and black people collectively can choose to love each other in spite of the differences, in spite of the fallouts, in spite of the sins of each other, then we could have true change because we all fall short of God's glory. We've all done wrong, and it's easy to point the finger at somebody when their wrong is displayed. But if ours were, how would we want it handled? And he said to me, Jonathan, you cannot stand for God, his pastor, and God cannot stand for you. And that was kind of the mic drop moment of, I'm going through with this. Going through with this, meaning standing for the national anthem. He's going to go through with standing for the national anthem, David. I'm going to trust God. I know that it's not about me wanting the spotlight. It's not about me wanting fame. It would be easier for me to just go along with what everybody is doing. So I went through with it. I stood. There was a ton of backlash and fallout, but at the end of the day, there was so much positivity and people understanding why I did what I did and believers as well coming together and saying this is the message that needs to be resounded. It's not saying that black lives don't matter. It's not saying that what happened to George Floyd wasn't wrong. It's saying that this is the unifying message that can truly bring people together. And also that racism is not the only thing that plagues our society. We all fall short. We've all done things that are wrong. And again, if we're going to throw stones at a person or an entire race for that matter, we're throwing stones from a glass house. David, for a man to feel that he had to talk to a pastor to make a decision to stand for our national anthem says a lot about where we are, doesn't it? It uh, shows a great lie. Diversity is our strength is the direct opposite of e pluribus unum, from many one. And at one point in time, we were supposed to be America. We were supposed to have our differences and meld together in a melting pot and become Americans. And we saw that for a while. But now with this insane, uh, and it's not really insane, it's directed, it's divide and conquer. Okay, and that I firmly believe is what's going on here to pit everyone against each other. 
and you know there, there shouldn't be you know there shouldn't be a uh, decision on whether or not you're going to stand or kneel for the national anthem. Uh, I, I do think that uh, you would be a lot safer kneeling with the national anthem than you would be if you dared uh, kneel uh, for the black national anthem. Lift every voice and sing. What would happen if you don't believe that there should be separation like that? Uh, I don't think you'd get out of the stadium with uh, with a whole skin. And in terms of George Floyd, I, I think that uh, that's pretty much been debunked. That what he died from was uh, self-induced uh, fentanyl. And uh, I mean that, that's that's not to excuse kneeling on a man's neck. I'm the last person in the world to make excuses for. Uh, you know, bad police practices is my only one's files on my war on guns blog pretty much demonstrate. But uh, the bottom line is that's not what killed him. The riots and Black Lives Matter started based on a lie. And then you turn around and you see how Black Lives Matter, the leadership, uh, has admitted that they're Marxists and they're living in a nice mansion, uh, I believe, in Los Angeles. And I found something very refreshing, though. There's a Black Lives Matter affiliate, I forget which state it is, and he's come out and disavowed that and uh, said he supports Donald Trump. That is correct. I'm, I'm very well aware of that. I, 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 the leadership issue is what I, something else I took away from this. Ladies and gentlemen, what does this have to do with what happened in Maine? It has a lot to do with what happened in Maine. It has to do with the state of our nation. And this is a reminder of that. All of this is tied together. But take a listen here. We're just going to go along with it and everybody be happy. We don't have a choice. A team already knelt the day before. That's not leadership. That's weakness. Leadership says, like he did, I'm going to stand, guys. I'm going to stand for the anthem. In the face of everything, because the other teams did it doesn't mean I'm going to do it. To me, that's a patriot, right? Does that sound like a patriot to you? Yeah, it's, it's you know, how, how is there any other decision possible to be an right. individual? Otherwise, you're just saying that you're just, you know, part of the crowd, and you're going to go along to get along. It's just a part of the state of where we are, ladies and gentlemen, just a part of the state of where we are. I know we're going to be told we have 30 seconds here in just a few seconds and when we come back from this break david you and i are going to start to unpack as we will do for the remainder of the two hours what happened in maine and there is a lot to unpack here in maine and and david like you i got the alerts throughout the evening i i i refrained from putting anything out on armed american news until i knew what the facts were i want to tell you some of what i saw on the quote-unquote news this morning that angered me beyond belief and really drove me to write on Armed American News what I wrote, which was just flat-out news. And I'll explain it all when we come back, and we'll unpack it all with David Codry, and then in the second hour with Dave Workman. We'll be back right after this here in the Sig Sauer Studios at Armed American Radio's AAR Ranch in front of the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. It's all being brought to us by X-Insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, when you've got to decide to stand for the national anthem, it says something's really wrong. We'll be back.
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary my pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. That is exactly what Daniel Defense represents. That's why we're in front of the Daniel Defense microphone. Welcome back to AAR Ranch. Six Hour Studios lit up for you. X Insurance presenting all of it. Let's go back to the phones. David Codria. So, David, um, when I saw that today about the standing for, you know, to have to make this decision, clearly, ladies and gentlemen, we're not here to talk about George Floyd and all that. That's old news as far as I'm concerned. But what's not old news is what it did to the country. You know, I'm not sure we've rebounded from it. I don't know that we will in the next 20 years. America's going down a path that I don't like. And, David, now we let's let's just let's just segue over to Maine. Because we've seen what's happening, just the psyche of the nation, the cultural problems that we have in this country, combined with two political parties at each other's throats. The twain shall never meet again, as far as I'm concerned. It's broken. I don't know that it's fixable. I don't know that a 9-11 could bring the parties together at this point. The two sides are not going to hold hands and sing kumbaya. And all that's doing is exacerbating the mentally challenged out there anyway. So let's now use that as the segue, because here we've got a guy. My alerts were going off all night, like yours. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to wait until morning to make a decision on how to process this, because you and I both know that the quote-unquote news changes, and they're reporting things they don't know anything about. So I was watching Fox & Friends this morning, and I start seeing Ainsley Earhart and I'm going to pick on her by name because I've seen her do this before, and she did this this morning. As they're talking about and filling time, they tell you they don't know any more than, at the time, 22 dead, 30 injured is the reports that they're getting. He shooter has not been caught. He killed these people at two different locations. That's all we know. And now she starts talking about how he could have had a girlfriend in there or maybe he had an ex-wife that he went in. And that's why he did what he did. We just don't know. And I'm thinking to myself, then shut your yap. Because there are people sitting around getting coffee, getting ready to start their day that hear that, go to the water cooler at work and say, yeah, did you see what happened in Maine? Well, I heard on Fox and Friends, I guess he had a girlfriend or something he went in. This is how fake news gets. David, please tell me it's not just me. No, it's not just you, Mark. And this is, again, uh, to go back to the last segment, this perfectly illustrates the divisiveness that's in our country right now, because you get no less a, a source than Newsweek, okay, which is read by a lot of people. Right. And they choose to uh, they they choose to reproduce a tweet from some moron who goes, your typical right wing hate machine. Right. Because you said there's 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 a lot to unpack. Well, you know what? Not on this story. There isn't a lot to unpack. What's to unpack is is the way that this story is being processed, because we really don't know anything. Because every information, all the information that we get comes from the government and comes from the media. And gee whiz, since when did we start just accepting at face value everything that they tell us? Now, the one thing that they that they do say that doesn't fit in with the narrative, because this guy appears to tick every box. They say that his social media shows that he follows like Dinesh D'Souza and Donald Trump and Tucker, mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson. And we don't know that, though, because they took his social media down. 
So we can't, you know, verify this for ourselves. And even if we could, there's, you know, I'm sorry, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but what's to say that's really his social media anyway? Okay, sorry. But, you know, if I'm jaded, if I don't trust the media, whose fault is that really? Is that my fault? Uh, but the, the, the one box that doesn't get checked because you got everybody out there saying we need more gun control and, and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, who, you know, who, who made sure that uh, uh, Afghanistan, you know, turned up thousands and thousands of weapons, billions of dollars worth, I guess. Uh, they're out there saying that we need to ban assault weapons. But that doesn't impact, you know, common sense gun control doesn't impact the Second Amendment. And we can have both. Right. That's a lie right there. The one takeaway that I had from this was a quote from one of the stories saying, according to the bulletin, citing law enforcement, Card recently reported mental health issues, which included mm-hmm. hearing voices and threats to shoot up the National Guard base in Maine. A person of interest was allegedly committed to a mental health facility for two weeks during the summer of 2023, which led me to ask, so who decided someone this abnormally, dangerously disturbed was safe to unleash on the rest of us after two weeks? And that, Mark, is where I would like to see the Republicans, particularly under the leadership of a new speaker who uh, we're being told is, is, you know, a strong conservative and Second Amendment supporter. I would like to see them look at this incident. Let's determine the veracity of it. And then let's take a look at the people who treated him and made this decision. Who's the doctor who signed off on this? What was the criteria that they used to say that this person who is talking about hearing voices and threatening to shoot up a National Guard base is safe to just, you know, cut loose into the wild after two weeks. Well, particularly somebody who is obviously highly trained. This guy is now uh, apparently Army Reserve. All right. So, yeah, I, I, I question the same thing. I look at this and, and you, you talk about checking all the boxes. Well, he certainly checked all the boxes. People say, well, he shouldn't have had, he shouldn't have been on the streets. Period. Yeah. This guy's threatened to murder people at a National Guard base and he's released. Now, where does the responsibility lie? I know we can, you know, I, I know it's so hard. How does somebody predict the future? Right. Look, that's why I say about red flag laws. There's no judge in the world ever that's going to say, I'm not going to listen to your accusation. No, I don't think your accusation is accurate. No, I'm not going to issue an order to take that person's guns. There's no judge that's going to do that. A judge is always going to err on the side of caution because the judge doesn't want to be this guy, this psychologist, whoever it was, that signed off. And all of a sudden, you know, six months later, 10 months later, this happens. So the judge is always going to err on the side of caution, which is part of what we don't like about red flag laws because of the unconstitutionality of them flipping our jurisprudence system upside down on its head. Now, in this case, go, go ahead, go ahead. Well, here, here's the flip side of that equation, because, again, if you are somehow deemed a danger to society to where your guns need to be taken away from you. And, of course, you know that my my philosophy is I know you right can't where you're be going trusted with a gun. You can't be trusted without a custodian. OK, because anybody can get their hands on anything can be a weapon. And, you know, if, if gun control and people pe- people from getting guns worked, you wouldn't have, you know, weekend murders in Chicago and Baltimore. But the bottom line is now 
suppose that you have been somehow, uh, you know, dispossessed of your guns on a mental health, uh, you know, order without having actually received any due process and been adjudicated with full due process. What psychiatrist is now going to risk signing off that you're now okay to own guns again, with that being the criteria? Will his risk uh, management department and his uh, liability insurance allow him to do that? No, no. You already know the answer to that. It's the the same situation as the judge who's who's always going to err on the side of the caution and uh, on the side of caution. Guys, I got to be honest with you. I can't blame that judge. You can't blame the judge. Good heavens. Lots to talk about. We're going to continue the conversation with David Cody. A lot of different directions we're going to go here with him in the two segments we have left. Armed American Radio is live at Armed American Radio Ranch in the six-hour studios. Daniel Defense Mike, it's all brought to you by X-Insurance. We'll be back on the flip side. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. 
the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, Welcome back indeed. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. You have until the end of the day today, I believe. To grab some of those MyPillow slippers for 39 bucks over at MyPillow.com slash AAR before the price goes up to 49 and that's on the split price. So do that. Visit MyPillow.com slash AAR. Use the AAR promo code. Take advantage of it. It's the perfect time of year to grab those. And support the guy for supporting your right to keep and bear arms. Make sure to visit all of our partners. We'll talk about more of them throughout the remainder of the broadcast today. Welcome back inside the Sig Sauer Studios here at AAR Ranch. Daniel Defense Mike fired up for you. X-Insurance presents it all. David Codria, here's what Shannon Watts had to say before (laughs) anybody even knew this guy's name. Maine does not. This was a tweet she put out. See, she doesn't know that I got in there. She's blocked me a couple times, but I keep finding ways in there. Maine does not require background checks on all gun sales. Let's start there. I'm going to go down the list. A background check on all gun sales, would that have stopped this lunatic? Of course not. <laughs> he already had his guns, didn't he? So a new background check is not going to stop the man. I, I think we're in agreement there. Everything everything that they list, none of it would have stopped this guy. Because well, they don't have a red flag thing, the, only, the only thing that might, Kamala Harris, when she's talking about respecting the Second Amendment, talks about, you know, how Australia confiscated guns and we can do it, too. And, uh, she said boy, that oh today. You're jumping ahead of me. Don't, don't st- right, take okay. my thunder. Don't take my thunder. <laughs> let's, let's go through the list. Maine has what A.W.R. Hawkins is referring to as a yellow flag law. They could have confiscated his guns. This guy should not have had, as we just talked about in the previous segment, He was already in a mental institution under care for over two weeks and shouldn't have been out on the street. He was checking off all the boxes. 
and he had already made threats to murder people. And from what I understand, David, I'm trying to confirm this now, but he was already on law enforcement's radar. Prevent domestic abusers from accessing guns wouldn't have done a damn thing to him. Ban assault weapons wouldn't have done a damn thing to him. (laughs) We'll go to that later. Limit magazine capacity. So you don't think this guy could swap magazines out, do you? If he had 10 10-round magazines, is she stupid? We'll go there in a moment. Require concealed carry permits. Yeah, that's what he's waiting for. Restrict open carry. Oh, no, I can't carry my rifle in there to murder any people. There's, I'm, I'm not allowed to openly carry. Oh, waiting period. Oh, this guy planned this for likely months and months and months. No waiting period's going to stop him. David, is there anything in there at all that she mentioned that would have made any impact whatsoever, just for the sake of listeners who might be on the fence? Well, gee whiz, I'm uh, thinking I've been around a while. You've been around a while, too, and, and it's got both of us stumped. So, uh, no, I don't think there is. Yeah, she also had a tweet out. This year, Republicans in Maine rejected a bill at Mom's Demand, which is a silly name, too, when you think about it, Mom's Demand Action, that... At Mom's Demand fought for that would have required a 72-hour waiting period. That's it, capital letters. 72 blanking hours was too much to ask the GOP to buy a gun. And then in capital bold letters, it is harder to buy Sudafed than an AR-15 in Maine. And that's Shannon Watts today, David. Would 72-hour waiting period have stopped this madman who planned this for likely months? Did two hours in a nuthouse? Two, two weeks? Two, 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 two weeks in a nuthouse? Nah, they just let him right out. Uh, you know, this guy, Maine's proximity to Canada, this guy's probably bailed and gone. Who knows where he's at right now? Before they even had this guy pegged by name, he was probably gone. Now, who knows where he's at? Did this look like a pre-planned event to you, or did he just all of a sudden just psycho go off well he had two particular uh venues in mind to carry out his mayhem and uh it, it seems to pick them at random uh you know see, seems seems a little weird seems it seems so are you saying it seems weird that he would have picked those two locations at random yeah, exactly right. You know, it, 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 it really, you know, absolutely looks like, for whatever reason, he had a peculiar axe to grind. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Which goes right back to Shannon Watts and the stupidity of her tweet. So what is it that Shannon Watts doesn't understand when she puts this out publicly to a large social media audience who clearly isn't buying into this if you go back and read some of the responses before those people get banned from her and blocked what is it she's trying to say when does she not know that none of it will work does she think we're stupid they're hoping as they always hope as the blood dancers always hope whenever there is a quote-unquote mass shooting that that will be the catalyst to make a quote-unquote assault weapons ban palatable to congress to pass and they're hoping to go ahead then and do Australia-style gun confiscation. I mean, you know, there's there's few things you can believe these people on, but when they say you want your gu- they want your guns, believe them, okay? Because they do, and they're hoping against hope that somehow or other they can blood dance their way through a quote-unquote assault weapons ban. And what they're not counting on is that we just saw what happened when Hamas parachuted in to Israel and slaughtered 
unarmed civilians and sorry, no, we're not going to give our guns, particularly when there is a porous border and there are reports of all kinds of terrorists being able to make it across our border and Iran, which is funding and encouraging uh, overseas terrorism, uh, is bragging that America is going to pay the price and sorry, you're not going to get our guns, at which point uh, I think that uh, the name of her organization probably ought to be changed to Imams Demand Action. (laughs) Imams Demand Action, I like that. (laughs) Okay. It's the wit and wisdom of David Kodria. Let's uh, <laughs> let's pivot over to Camel Harris here for just a second. You know the uh, and, and I'm not seeing a lot of this reported. Gateway Pundit has this out. I saw it earlier. Here's what she said. Let us be clear. It does not have to be this way. Talking about Maine, as our friends in Australia have demonstrated. David, our friends in Australia demonstrated complete confiscation of firearms. Is she saying, we've said this before, every once in a while they say that quiet part out loud, don't they? Like Giffords did the other day or, or a few months ago. No, no, no guns, no guns. And then when asked about it, hesitated, no, no, no guns, no guns. Because they, one of her aides tried to stop her. Oh, no, no, don't say that. What, did you mean this? She goes, um, no, no, no guns, no guns. What's, what's Camel Harris saying here? Kamala Harris is saying that if she had her druthers and if she had the power to do it, she would send armed teams to confiscate guns from every household in the land. What do you tell Americans that don't believe that? Uh, Surrender or die. There are people that fall for that. They don't think that that's what she's saying, David. That is exactly what she's saying. Kamala Harris, look, just like the pro-Hamas demonstrators, I saw one on the I hate to use the word news today, but they were highlighting a demonstrator that held up just a horrific sign that uh, said, uh, what, keep the Middle East clean. And it had a Star of David in a garbage can. Those people want to kill you. Kamala Harris wants to go to your home. Let's say that they're, they're the ones who call us Nazis. What's your response? I just gave it to you. They're the ones who call us Nazis. They are, in fact, uh, well, I, I don't think so much they're Nazis as they're Marxists. And, you know, the uh, the war between the Nazis and the communists uh, has been ongoing through the, through the last century. And really, basically, what you're talking about is a gang war between the Crips and the Bloods. Yeah, we're getting ready to take a break. We have one more segment left with David. David, I'm sorry, I would, we'll respond to that when we come back. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense on a Thursday continues on the flip side of this break four minutes from now from the Sig Sauer Studios in front of the Daniel Defense microphone. It's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with David for one more segment.
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light Night Sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. 
This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. One more segment with David Codria. Uh, we're going to be spending the next hour talking about this with David, uh, with Dave Workman as well. We'll get his take on all of this, plus a couple columns that he wrote. Uh, we'll wrap up with David Codria right now in the first hour of the program. David, so we got the mom's demand, the politicians, the Democrats. Chris Murphy is out, you know, spewing his nonsense about getting rid of assault weapons and all this garbage. You know, it's all politics with these people. We know we, we expect that. We know that's going to happen. We thank them for the content and we thank them for the job security. Moms demand action within minutes. David Hogg has got a stupid tweet out that just says it's the guns. You know, these people are just they've lost their minds. But we know where they're coming from. So let's put them off to the side. We know now Kamala Harris is praising Australians gun confiscation without saying it. Tell me the quiet part out loud. Let you and I talk about what could have stopped this. Because, again, we don't have a sixth sense. We look back and we see this pattern every time. I knew it. Or a social media post. Or a neighbor says, I knew it. He said something to me about that. Or it was posted. Or in this case, this guy was in a loony bin for a couple weeks. He made the comments. What could have stopped him short of keeping him locked up? Anything? Uh, no, I don't think anything could have stopped him short of keeping him locked up. However, what could have mitigated the losses, and this always kind of surprises me when it takes place in, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're saying, you know, Shannon is saying that Maine apparently has lax gun laws. Why weren't patrons armed to stop him? Uh, because what was it that, that, that stopped patrons from being armed themselves. And this is something that more and more Americans need to realize, that the police are not going to be there to protect you, that you are responsible for your own personal safety. I don't know. Were, were these uh, were these businesses posted no guns? I don't know. Yes, they, yes they were. From what I understand, they okay. were gun-free zones. I'm, I'm still trying to get confirmation, but from everything I've seen, both of these okay. locations were, were posted no guns. Ah, oh, that, that, that explains something. You know, when, whenever I see a sign like that, I basically figure if they don't value my life, they don't value my business, and I, I choose to go elsewhere. And or if it's just a place that I figure, you know, the odds of being detected are, uh, are such that, uh, you know, I'm probably going to get away with it. Well, you know, I did carry concealed in California for 30 years. Okay. Right, right. So, so what are you going to do? Well, you know, I live in a place where that sign and you see very few of them very few you've got to look really hard to find a no guns allowed sign you'll find it at a k jewelers or you might you know you'll find it at you know like a jewelry store from from time to time you'll see that if i have to go up you know, chuck e cheese i don't go to chuck e cheese anymore my kids are too old for chuck e cheese but when they did i walked right past the sign because it's not against the law for me to do so in the state of georgia so what are we telling residents of Maine? And, and I'm going to throw Arizona in there, gun-friendly Arizona. You walk around the streets of, of Phoenix or you walk around the streets of Scottsdale, there are no gun signs in every place, every restaurant, every bar down there. And it is a crime to walk past that sign in that state. Here it is not. David, what do we tell people in Maine? Do we say the quiet part out loud, finally? 
I say, I say the loud part out loud that you are responsible for your own safety. Take it and serious. If you, if, if you would rather if you would rather obey somebody's sign that says that you have to be defenseless or defenseless, that you're not only worthless to yourself but you're worthless to everyone who's depending on you for your protection, then that's your choice, isn't it? Yeah, uh, you know, guys, we've talked about this for years. I, I've said. If the Democrats keep this nonsense up, and they are, they're going to continue to keep it up. But you have decisions to make. You are going to have to make decisions as an American citizen, as a free man or woman, that you likely never thought you would have to make, David. Do I or not? People would say, well, what is it you're saying? I say, well, wait until it happens. Well, if you live in New York, if you live in New Jersey, if you live in California, if you live in Massachusetts, if you live in Illinois, you already know. You have a decision to make. As David just mentioned, am I going to take my own safety, security, and self-defense seriously? Can I not go in there and go somewhere else? But if I have to go in there, do I disarm? And I keep going back to Susanna Hupp when I sat on the panel with her at Fox News in New York on the Stossel Show. When she said, I will never obey that again. I should have carried my gun with me, even though the sign said no guns. And I like and again, it's when John Stossel said, would it have made a difference? And she said, I don't know, but it would have changed the odds. David, people that live in those states are now forced to make those decisions, aren't they? And isn't it even more clear today? Well, our schools don't teach American history anymore because that's something to be suppressed and uh, and supplanted. Uh, so not too many uh, not too many people grow up having been exposed to Henry David Thoreau's civil disobedience. And they don't understand what that really means to be an American. They don't really understand the John Peter Zanger trials, uh, where where jurors, you know, allowed themselves to to go to prison rather than be forced to make a a uh, verdict that they knew was wrong. Uh, you know, we are ultimately the arbiters. You know, a judge will tell you, well, you know what, uh, you're, you're only to judge the uh, the facts, not the law, and that, of course, is uh, it goes against. American jurisprudence at the time of the founding, at the time of the Bruin decision. And this is why the Bruin decision has been so important and has so many different places that we can jump off from and apply it to what was the understanding at the time the Constitution and the Bill of Rights were ratified. Yeah, and I guess I guess the, the question is, Beg, we can close out with this. I look forward to your response to this. But would this have happened 30 years ago? Why not? Why didn't it? Why well, today? We, we saw Charles Whitman at the Texas Tower, uh, and and what happened was the college students ran to their homes and their dorms and their and their off-campus housings, and they they got their rifles and they came back to the campus and they kept him pinned up on that tower until mm-hmm. authorities could get up and take him out. That sends a pretty powerful message to somebody that wants to do it again to Whitman too, doesn't it? Sure did. You know, I I wonder how a store owner feels after something like this, having posted a, you know, and again, I'm, I'm assuming that this was no guns, what I saw earlier, and we'll work to confirm that. Let's just assume it was. How do you feel after that? Do you take that sign down? Should you have put it up in the first place? Does that thought go through somebody's mind, do you think? Years I ago, left, I, I left my patrons little- defenseless. 
Yeah, years years ago, I developed a little card to hand to uh, proprietors of gun-free stores. And basically, it uh, asked for their signature uh, to say that by virtue of the fact that they're requiring me to be unarmed, they will assume legal liability for my safety. And give it to them to sign and see if they will or if they won't. And, of course, they won't. No, of course they won't. There, nobody will sign something like that. How do you think this ends in Maine? you think they find this guy off himself, or are they going to wind up killing him or take him into custody? Well, I think that so many things, uh, the boxes are all checked for this guy. Uh, you know what? I don't think that uh, they're going to find him alive and, and ask me now about the conspiracy theory aspect of that one. Mm. We'll have to bring you on next week to talk about that after some of this unfolds, because no doubt we'll know where he is. I understand as we speak right now, the FBI is all over a property associated with this guy, so we may have a, an answer in the next hour. If we do, ladies and gentlemen, we'll let you know. David Kodria, thank you, brother, for being here. Go enjoy your beautiful fall day. I know you have some family in town. Thanks for jumping in here and taking time out of your busy schedule and taking time away from your family to be here with the Armed American Radio family. You know how much we appreciate it. That's David Kodria, waronguns.com. When we come back in the next hour... Dave Workman will be here. We'll talk with Dave about all this and get his perspective. We'll see you at six minutes after on the flip side. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve. 